0: Welcome in to another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast, an emergency episode. We had to convene to talk about a freaking insane day in the city. Uh, All I've got to say is I'm so glad that over the last three weeks, we have had on this show multiple Scudetto episodes for Inter. We had multiple Scudetto parties because obviously the, the party has stopped on a dime, my friends. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like back in my college days when you would go to these wild house parties and everyone's having an amazing time. And then all of a sudden the cops show up because the neighbor called in a noise complaint. It's like, bro, I'm still partying. I'm still vibing. I'm not ready to call this night. <laughs> and that's essentially uh, what happened today. Um, Antonio Conte is is leaving Inter. It's It's done, dusted, the Conte era. Uh, In typical Inter fashion, you know, something incredible happens, 19th Scudetto, and then less than three days later, uh, they do something pazza, they do something dramatic. So Conte and Inter have agreed to mutually terminate his contract. They're going to pay him off about half of his remaining wages for the final year of his deal, around 7 million euros. And, you know, the reason why this happened um, is that you know, we've come to find out over the last 24 hours that Inter uh, need to severely cut costs. You know, according to Sky Italia, they need to reduce their wage bill by 20 percent and they need to make 70 to 80 million euros in player sales. And that was a condition that Conte did not agree to. Now, what really kind of upsets me is at Interista about the way that this went down is it looked really clunky um the way that this happened and it really shows me the communication between Steven Zhang Inter's president and Antonio Conte the communication was clearly terrible now Zhang has been in Italy for the past couple of weeks and I don't know if he just did a bad job kind of communicating the situation to the directors and to Conte Uh, I'm kind of wondering if, because we've heard reports about what the cost cutting is going to be. We've heard other reports that Conte is not really a fan of it, but you know, prior to him actually terminating the deal, there were some reports, because I I was optimistic he was going to stay. I was very optimistic Conte would stay around for at least one more year, thinking he understood the situation and they were going to reach some kind of common ground. So now I wonder if the last couple of weeks, Conte probably thought, yeah, they said something to me about cost cutting. But it's a bluff. We're going to win a Scudetto. And then they're going to say there's no way we're going to sell, you know, 70, 80 million and cut cost 20 percent on a team that just won a Scudetto. And then Conte, I'm sure, told Zhang or some intermediary that he's not a fan of that idea. And Zhang probably thought, well, this guy's playing hardball. You know, we went through this last year. You remember when Zhang and Conte and Inter's directors had that big summit at Moratti's Villa and the entire Italian media were saying, oh, this is it, they're gonna to agree to terms to resign. And then it turned out Conte ended up staying. Uh, so Zhang probably thought, hey, this guy talks tough, but at the end of the day, he needs us as much as we need him and he's not gonna walk away. And then the whole thing came to a head uh, within the last 24 hours. And as a result of it, you know, a team that you know just officially hoisted uh, the trophy for the Scudetto a couple of days ago, is now, uh, for, for the moment, uh, looking like a rudderless ship, and they're without uh, a coach. Um, it's At this time, it looks like the directors are staying, which is important because if Beppe Marotta also left, then I would go into full crisis mode. So I just wanted to get everybody caught up on the situation before I introduce the panel today and before I introduce my co-host. That, And we're going to get into some other things. It was a wild day in Serie A because uh, you know, on a normal day, any of these stories would be the lead story on the italian papers if not for what happened with conte because gigio donnarumma is leaving milan on a free he and his fat agent are leaving um you know you also have paratici leaving juventus you know we, we had a little saga with simone and zaghi but he is staying at lazio he signed a new extension through 2024 so i guess a little crisis averted there um, and, and these that that story and the Conte story are not unrelated, so it's been a really eventful day in the city. Uh, and I want to bring in my co host Jerry Mancini. Uh, Jerry, you know, you and I, of course, we've been texting a lot with all this craziness because, yeah, there was a time we didn't know what was happening with Inzaghi, who you love so much. Uh, you know, the Conte thing ended up completely blowing up in my face, so I don't know what you've been up to like o- over the last day, but how have you been, sir?
1: I'm good, yo. Miguel, can you fucking smile, man? You're in the Champions League, you motherfucker. <laughs> what the He's fuck? Man? Out the I'm just fan.
2: listening, man. You're oh.
1: the one guy who should be smiling
0: here. Well, actually, Jerry can smile as well. I smile. Be, no. I,
1: I'm no fucking bitter fan, okay? I don't I don't hate on other people for being better than my team, okay? I actually yeah. respect them because they got where they are, and that's it. I hate when fucking people got I gotta hear all. Fucking Simone Inzaghi is overrated because he won two Super Copas and fucking Coppa Italia. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I can tell you half the league hasn't won shit in the past decade. Maybe 90% of the league hasn't won in the past decade. So I'll take that. But for me, I'm ecstatic with with Inzaghi. I feel bad for Inter. I really do. Because um, as a Conte fan, I don't blame him. He... At the end of the day, I hate when people say he, he abandoned the ship and, and he took off. He wasn't given what he needed to make the team grow. He probably asked to sell half his team in order to like make up for the debt that they had to cover, the $80 million. Like Nima said, they should have just sold the club in the first place and never got the loan. The loan never really helped. The loan just made things worse for them. So I don't know the whole financial aspects of the whole Getting the two hundred plus million and then all of a sudden it was never gonna be used to buy additional players. It was right. just used to cover the cost, which made no fucking sense in the first place. Cause you're bound <laughs> you're, you're back to ground day. You were gonna have to owe the two hundred and forty million back anyways. Right. Like all this shit. It, it's just a clusterfuck that they did their own agenda and they screwed the whole team up. Now they're probably saying in that meeting today with Conte, This is what's gonna happen. You're gonna lose, say Lutaro Martinez, you're going to lose Lukaku, let's just say. Those guys, you get $200 million. All of a sudden, he's like, fuck you guys. W- what am I doing here? Like, I can't buy players. I'm selling my best players. I have no no flexibility. This is not what I want. Now, people are going to say, oh, well, he abandoned ship. He doesn't care. He's a loser. He's this, he's that. No. At the end of the day, he did what he had to. He wanted to quit that, though. He brought into the European um, Europa League finals. Um, it, it's not like he built the team and then said, "Here, you keep, you deal with my debt." It's not like that. That was ever the issue here. It's the owners screwed up, or the president. Like they, they didn't do what they were supposed to to help the club in the long term. They're gonna sell it, so they they know what what the issue is that they can't get any money because of the the whole. Problem in China, all that crap that's going on. Uh, I'm with Conte. If I don't, if my project can't be f- going forward, what's the point of me staying? Right. Like I'm gonna go to another club where I am able to manage the team the way I want to manage it, not the way the president wants to manage it, where it doesn't fit for my philosophy. Like that's just the way it is. I don't think there's any intent that Conte ever wanted to screw over. Inter, and I think that once they have new ownership, new management above, aside from Beppe Marotta, who would bring back Conte, I guarantee you, oh, yeah. I can I can see I re, I can see Conte reuniting with Inter in the long term if things do fix up and there's new faces up above. But at the moment, until things get cleared up with Inter, he won't be back for a while. I mean, I, I
0: definitely, Jerry, I agree with you that I, I take I take Conte's side in it. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that there's probably some blame on both sides for it falling apart. Like I'm, you know, I'm not stupid. I'm sure that uh, because we know Conte's a pretty hard headed guy, he's not great at compromising, right? Apparently, Steven Zhang is not great at compromising either. But I definitely, I definitely take Conte's side in the situation. And you know, yeah, you you talked about people calling Conte a loser. You know, we're we're in uh, you and I were in a Serie A related chat together and a lot of people that were you know in the chat with us they were calling him a loser cuz you know he's a nomad he goes from club to club the thing is like i don't think you'll you'll find you'd be hard pressed to find an inter fan who is taking Sooning's side over over conte because to me it's it's on ownership when you have something like winning a scudetto which does come with glory. It comes with financial perks. It should come with momentum, right? Because you want to try and carry that momentum over into the next season. And then to completely botch the situation within three days, it's a really, really bad look for ownership. So ownership gets more blame for it. As far as what you said, uh, you, you and uh, you and our friend uh, Nima were talking about him saying that, hey, like, why did they even get this loan? Why didn't they just sell the club? I'm not a financial expert, but some people I've spoken to have raised a pretty good point about that in with Sooning having a lot of debt. Um, it may not have been easy to sell the club outright because whoever you sell it to has to take on that debt. So I think that probably made it less attractive. So their, their best option might've been to get a loan like the one that they got from Oak tree, which they do have to pay back, but I'm sure they're counting on, Hey, we're going to have, you know, you would think we're going to have fans back in stadiums next year you know the revenue is going to go up although i'm sure there's going to be some fans who are so angry at them they're going to boycott games and do the whole sooning out thing i think that's inevitable but for the most part people will show up to games and they're going to build some more revenue and they're going to cut costs to build more revenue so they're thinking we can pay back this loan and then once the loan is paid back and they're out of debt then maybe they can actually be more attractive to sell the club so i think that's what's happening here but let me introduce the panelists uh, you know, Jerry asks uh, this guy to smile more, and and maybe Be Alex, maybe, maybe maybe he's a big Donnarumma fan, and he's he's a little bit a little bit salty today. But uh, one of our favorite Milanisti, Miguel AJ,
2: is back. Miguel, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great. We made it back into the Champions League, so I'm ecstatic. Like we did it in fine fashion, beating Atalanta two zero at Bergamo after the last time we lost five zero to them. So. It, it was huge. Um, i I expected us to make it in the Champions League. I didn't expect us to play second in City. I expected us to come in fourth. but um this this team just surprised me and they gave it their all. so I'm very happy,
0: yeah, definitely. It was a big accomplishment, especially in the Atalanta game. i, I didn't I didn't think you guys were gonna win it. I thought that was that was a really good showing. Uh, I want to bring in uh, our other. Our other guest today, this you're gonna have to be my shoulder to cry on, dude. I'm uh I'm a little (laughs) although I'm not I'm not nearly as bummed as you might think I am because at the end of the day, it's fucking sports. Like at the end of the day, I don't have any control over this situation. I you know I live and die with the team. I love Inter. I'm ecstatic when they win. I go a little crazy when they go crazy, which is often, but. Listen, this this doesn't really affect my uh my my, my line of you know, well my line of work yeah, because I talk about it, but it doesn't uh, doesn't ruin my life. At the end of the day, it does make me a little crazy. Uh, I don't know if Ricky Buzz is in the same boat. One of my favorite entities. Welcome back to the show, Ricky.
3: Oh, what up? Thank you for having me. Also, uh, screw Napoli bottle jobs. Uh, Could have easily <laughs> kept Juve out, and then would have been even better, but. Now we gotta deal with this, as well as the Don leaving Real Madrid, too. So yeah.
0: And by the way, man, you, you bring up the Napoli bottle job, which allowed Juventus to get into Champions League. So much has happened in City A over the last three days. That feels like a hundred years ago. I mean, that, that just that just <laughs> happened on Sunday, right? Like it, it yeah. feels like a hundred years ago. But you know, Rick Ricky, I gotta ask you. Um, first of all. How did you react when you you saw the Conte news? That's question number one. And question number two is, who do you think the replacement's going to be? We know it's not Simone Inzaghi. His name was mentioned, but he's re-signed with Lazio. So how did you react to Conte, and where do you think Inter goes from here?
3: Uh, I don't know. I didn't, wow. I actually didn't really think Conte would leave. Right? I didn't think it would get to this point of it uh, being this. I thought it would maybe... After the Euros, they'd probably try to come to even a bigger compromise. They'd already have the list of players that they need to sell. Uh, But, yeah, I didn't think he would leave them. When I saw he left, I was like, wow, uh, where do we go from here? Because that's what I asked. I was like, wow, where do we go from here? We literally just want a Scudetto. I was saying we need to go ahead and start getting reinforcements in for next season. And now it just seems like. <laughs> I don't know. And who are who are the other replacements lined up? I know well, Sari's one of them.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Please, that 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 would be terrible. And it's not even like I, I'm not. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Sari to begin with. But he's all wrong for this squad. I mean, I I don't think I don't think this group can. And and assu- assuming most of the same players are back, right? I mean, I'm I'm assuming you know they're obviously going to sell some players, but I, I'm assuming it's going to be like eighty percent the same roster and it's all wrong for sorry. And, and even, and even if they weren't going to make a lot of sales and rebuild the club, um, sorry, is like, so hands off in like the transfer market. Like, I don't even feel like this guy would do a good job of like helping out the club, find replacements. Like I, I think he, I think he would be all wrong. Uh, and I, I want to pick uh, Jerry and Miguel's brain on this as well, because I mean, obviously you know we uh, J- Jerry's very happy we we can cross uh we can cross Inzaghi off the list and and apparently like one of the interesting rumors about it was you know so as the story goes from these news reports you know Inter did make Inzaghi some kind of an offer and he actually took that offer with him to his meeting with Lotito and smart move by the way i mean i recommend anyone do this uh you know he used the offer as leverage and may have gotten more money out of tight pockets, Lotito. As a result, so good, good on, uh, good on Nzagi If that story is true, Um, you know there are going to be, and I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'll tell you why I'm not very confident, but there obviously uh, you're going to have the name Max Allegri thrown out there, who was, you know, he he was a candidate, you know, last year when we thought Conte might leave. Um, there's a couple major obstacles with Allegri is. You know he's he's being courted by Real Madrid and his agent even visited Madrid. Uh, I think this past week he might even be in Madrid right now. For all I know, um, you know we know that uh, Zidane is leaving Madrid. That's confirmed. So they have an opening, and if if they do really want Allegri, they're going to be aggressive with that. Juventus are also in the picture for Allegri because they want Allegri back, and so you know at 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 worst, Inter are competing with two other teams, and uh, and so there also could be you know, uh, based on the cost-cutting thing, there could be limits on what they can spend. I saw a report from uh, Gazeta dello Sport that uh, supposedly Inter have made him, uh, Allegri, a 10 million euro offer, which seems kind of crazy to me. And, you know, usually I would dismiss Gazeta pretty quickly, but they were actually the first to report that Conte was leaving. So I don't know, maybe they actually know things. I don't know. But beyond that, um, you've had like, You've had uh, the Fonseca's name thrown out, which is like, mm, I know, no, no, thank you. Um, I don't think he would fit the squad either. Um, and uh, Mihailovic, who I just don't think is is ready, uh, you know, it's, it's just too big of a job for him, in my opinion. So I, I don't know. I mean, J- Jerry, where do you think Inter go next?
1: Um, Mihailovic?
0: God, no, please.
1: It's <laughs> possible, eh? I'll
0: become a Lazio fan, man, or I'll, I'll freaking uh, – I will renounce uh, all – all I'll, I'll just become a, I, I'll just become a monk.
1: I think Zanzagi's is very smart because he brought that as leverage, and I don't think he ever intended to leave Lazio for Inter because I don't think he's that stupid. You think he would take on an Inter side at a time where they're at their lowest peak now, where they don't have a lot of leverage, a lot of their best players are going to leave. It's not like he'll be taking, taking on a dominant Inter side. That, that's the problem here, is that he knew that there was no flexibility. He wasn't going to be able to do anything in the, in the transfer market. Yeah, it, it's a much better team than, than Lazio, but up to a certain degree where once you lose two or three good players, they're back to, like, still a little bit better than Lazio, absolutely, but not greater than what they were last year. So yeah. I, I think that Inzaghi goes, okay, I got this offer, I'll use his leverage, and I'll show him what I'm worth by inter. And then Latito doesn't like to lose, and mm-hmm. and as soon as Latito found out about the offer, that's when everyone was reporting that he is ready to make an offer to Latzu Inzagi, and right away they struck a deal. Yeah. And I and I think that, like I said off there before, Latito will always vouch for his best managers. Management and players. He did it with Immobile in the last two seasons. He's done it with Malenko Savage. He did it with Alberto. He even did it with Korea. And then all of a sudden he does it with um. What do you call it? With Inzaghi. So there, there. This is just the way Lotito is. Yes. He the depth has been garbage on this team. Absolutely agree. But that's out of his control. In my opinion, that goes on Tare. I, and I hate when people blame Inzaghi for for bringing certain players. Yeah, okay, I, maybe he wanted Fadis last summer. But at the end of the day, that all basically goes on the sporting director. That's his job. His job is to say, okay, Inzaghi wants these guys. I need to bring him those guys. He's not bringing the guys that Inzaghi wants. He's going out the get his albanian crew and no disrespect to albanian to albania but like none of them have panned out for for lazio other than Strakosha. he's the only guy who's actually been the albanian hero to this team um marici stinks barisha uh, it's not his fault it just didn't work out i think Leon on is an exception for me because i think he's better than what we saw at lazio um but it, it happens, so I'm happy. I, I just think that Inzaghi has more to prove with this team, and he's not done. And I wouldn't even be surprised if he extended his contract one more time. I really don't. I wouldn't. Just his press conference on Sunday, and and the way people were describing his his emotions and how he was about to tear, as if he thought that he was leaving Lazio. Like he's devoted to this club. Um. In order for him to, to leave Lazio, it has to be something that really is committed to him and like something that wows him. And the last thing is I, I think that for Inzaghi to accept this job, it's not just the pay increase that comes with it that, that has already been known.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's something behind the project now where Latito may be saying, okay, guys, it's, it's time to get this club to another level and it's time to invest. And maybe the way he, he smiled when he left the meeting, and there's videos where he has a smile on. And for me, it's like maybe Latito's ready to actually make this team better. And it gives me some hope. Um for for Nzagi to, to act really quickly, to make a, a quick decision, has to mean to me that not only, like I just said, that the pay increase 2.5 million, there's something that there's assurances to Inzaghi to say, hey, this this is what we need to do to, to make Inzaghi's job more easier. And I think that he delivered his case the right way. The guy who I think is on the hot seat is Tade. He's the mm-hmm. guy now on the hot seat. Should be. If he doesn't deliver this summer, I think he's fired next year. That's no ifs, ands, and buts. He has two years left on his contract, and I wouldn't see why, why Lotito would part ways with him with the year remaining. You know in the case of Inzaghi sometimes
0: the best decision is to stay where you're at like it, it takes a lot of self awareness to to realize I'm in a perfect spot I've I've got an owner that even though he's kind of a weird quirky guy we're able to have a great working relationship we've made it work you know this squad this roster is good for my tactics and I I'm I'm good where I'm at right because I, obviously sometimes when you have a coach who's you know doing well excelling at a club the size of Lazio's you're going to get ambitions to say you know let me see what I can do at a a quote-unquote bigger club and and that's not always a recipe for success because sometimes you get to that bigger club and it it comes with you know more pressure or in the case of if you were to have gone with to Inter, obviously like you pointed out Jerry this isn't the best time to go to Inter. I mean the time when Conte went to Inter and and the project was ready to explode because they had you know a lot of money to spend they had a very ambitious project that was a great right place, right time. Whereas going to Inter right now is not right place, right time. So I, I respect Inzagi staying at Lazio, and it, it it reminds me a little bit of a of Ciro Immobile, who's realized that the grass is not always greener, that this is the right spot for me, and this club is is perfect for what I bring to the table, and I mesh here. Why would I want to go somewhere else and ruin it? Uh, so I'm I'm happy for Inzaghi. I mean, as far as as far as the Inter links went, um, I I think that that could it. it Obviously, it's not happening now, but I think that that would have been a, a decent hire, at the very least, decent, if not very good for Inter, uh, because they already have you know, they have the squad to play a three five two. So I think that would have made a lot of sense in Zaghi. Whereas, like, I, I hate the Sadi idea, um, because I just don't think that the personnel fit his formation. But for Nzagi, that that would have been an automatic fit right there. So it's, uh, you know, it's potentially an opportunity loss for Inter, and it's a good move by Lazio. To keep him around, uh, you know. Before before we, uh, we we close out the inter conversation and, and move on to a couple of other things. Uh, any thought, Miguel? And of course, you're 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 the Milanista, so you're just kind of partying when uh, when Ricky and I are in chaos right now. So, do, do you have any thought though on, on who you think might uh, take over Inter when it's all said and done?
2: Um, honestly, I don't really know. Uh, you know, you've had a lot of names thrown out in the mix. Um, personally, I don't think Allegri would go there just because Allegri's kind of like Conte, he, he wants a lot of control with you know his team and he wants the players that will fit his system to play the type of football that he wants. So I don't think he's gonna go there. Um, I mean Fonseca out of a job, so maybe he might just take it. Um, you know Sari is also out of a job. He might just take the job. Um, who else is in the mix? Uh, Mihailovic, I like I, I just don't see him going there. Um, I feel like he will just stay at Bologna because of what he's done at Bologna is pretty good. And I don't think he's ready for that, that big jump in his career to go to a bigger club. You know, he, he managed Milan and it didn't really work out. I mean, he did a pretty decent job there, but I don't think he's going to move. If he does move, it'll probably be to another mid table team. Um, I've heard something about Stankovic from uh, Red Star, which I think I, I would much, good. I would
0: much prefer him over Mihailovic. Uh, right. Stankovic, he wouldn't be my first choice, but I I wouldn't complain about that too much. It's a good shout,
1: right? I, I
2: think I'd like yeah, him too. I think personally, he's like the best fit for the situation at hand right now. If if he's willing to leave Red Star and come to enter and you know, try to steer the ship with the turmoil that's going on. I think that's their best option to go with right now, but it's a very unfortunate situation for Inter to be in right now. I mean, you know, Inter's rival club, but you hate to see this, you know. The only club that I would like this to happen to is Juve, which <laughs> happen because That's you know, why we they it late to <laughs> Champions League, but yeah, this is this is terrible and um hopefully, you know, things pan out well and Inter comes back and, you know, is up there with us trying to fight for a Scudetto.
0: Very well said by you, by the way. Uh, Jerry, you got something?
2: I think it'll be some...
1: Now, now that I think about it, it'll be someone who has ties to Inter. Someone like an Inzaghi who has ties to Lazio, who will, will not cost a lot of money, but can get maybe like a Spalletti level where he, he can bridge the gap and keep them still afloat. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it's going to come down to. It'll be a, like an Inter brass. That that uh it's gonna be a surprise name. Don't think, don't think something that you know of. It's gotta be outside the box that you you just wouldn't expect. That's what's gonna oh, happen here.
3: I would say, would you try and go back for your ex? Maybe try and go for like Gasparini or someone. Someone already oh, saw. I'd, 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 like,
0: I'd kill myself if, if, if they if they brought back Gasparini. I would. Will no, uh, never <laughs>
1: happen. Didn't he, didn't he leave on bad terms?
0: yeah no it, it was it was a disaster and he freaking he hates inter like i, I don't think uh, uh yeah no it uh i i would not let him. He's, listen R- ricky i appreciate you throwing out names my friend but i, I might Pour have to some uh I might have to fire put you. Montella. <laughs> kick you out of the chat if you bring up gasparini again bring,
1: bring back bring uh, montella Ooh, you
2: guys can have montella that's a terrible signing no. um, I think I'd rather go coachless. Just you guys like, would be uh, in the banter era with the
0: Montellas, as yeah. Your coach. Absolutely. Well, and that's the like you throw out that term banter era. It's why like whoever they bring in is so important because it's not necessarily a banter era unless you <laughs> fuck up this hire. Like if if you can if you can bring in a coach who can stabilize the situation. Because listen, I know anytime there's any turmoil at Inter. It it gets blown into like a full crisis, you know, because Inter fans are as crazy as the club, so you know they, they act like their house is burning down anytime something like this happens, and and the Italian media doesn't help the situation the situation either. I mean, the bottom line for me is, uh, a Conte is always a wild card. I mean, it he he was this close to just walking away you know 11 months ago 10 months ago whenever it was that they had that summit so you you kind of know that this guy could could you know could he's done it before in multiple other clubs like you know things can go south and flake with this guy at any moment you understand that so you know you you have to realize that Conte is not going to be your Sir Alex Ferguson like he's not going to stay around forever he's even if he had stayed one more year it probably would have just been one more year so at some point you have to understand that you're gonna to have to move on um obviously the the financial stuff is concerning it's not completely uncommon though in in the football world uh, today there are there are lots of clubs that have financial issues you know including clubs like Juventus and Barcelona so this is not unique I mean I think inter situation is slightly unique because of the restrictions that come from the Chinese government as well it's it's a little bit harder for them to like hide their problems uh, and some guess- of the other clubs
3: Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, weren't we also part of the Super League thing as well? wasn't Inter part of it as well? Yeah.
0: I missed that that Super League. (laughs) Yeah, the financial
3: uh, stuff that would have brought as well.
0: Yeah, is it too late? Can we get back in the Super League? Because I think uh, (laughs) Juventus, uh, Real Madrid, and Barcelona are still in the Super League. And in fact, like, I I don't know what's really going to happen at the end of the day because there's a lot of posturing, but like they're – there, UEFA is threatening to ban those teams from Champions League. So it's like, and and again, normally we'd be talking a lot more about UEFA potentially banning Juventus from Champions League. But of course, you know, Inter have to potza like they always do, and just make it just make it all about them, right? You, you can't even enjoy a Scudetto for three days. They have to make it all about them. So. You know, listen, uh, financial issues in this climate are not are not completely unique to enter. And uh, and Conte leaving should not be the biggest surprise in the world. So uh, the next hire is so important. And, you know, when, when you talk about needing you know, to make sales, there there's a handful. There's a handful of dead weight players you want to get rid of anyway. I think they do need to make a big sale, though, at least one big sale in addition to smaller sales. Um the guy it would not surprise me if the guy who ends up getting sold is Lautaro Martinez. Um that was going to
3: be my next question. Who do you think gets sold? Yeah.
0: That makes a lot of sense if it ends up being him because it's uh it's basically Pierre-Plu's Valenza and he's pretty sought after. Like we know the clubs uh Spanish clubs and the likes uh have been interested over the last couple of years so he does not seem unmovable to me and the whole thing is amortized so you're going to make a big profit like people are people are going to bring up someone like ashraf hakimi and like okay if it gets really bad then maybe you have to sell him but he would not you not be your first choice because they just bought him a year ago for 40 million almost none of that is amortized so you're not making much of a profit if you sell him so that that shouldn't be like if, if you have to unload you know, a big name who's going to get you a big transfer fee. To me, the guy who makes the most sense is Lautaro Martinez. And, and also, you know, being a striker. And, and again, you don't know what formation the next coach is going to run. Because if your next coach is not running a two-striker formation, one of your strikers is more expendable, right? And, uh, and and also, I feel like it's maybe a little bit easier to replace a striker than it would be, you know, a right uh, back or a right wing back, and probably easier to replace a striker than it is, like, you know a top midfielder like uh you know they, they'd have to be crazy to sell someone like Barella unless it gets really really desperate but i, I feel like lataro would be easier to replace you you agree with that ricky or is there anybody else you'd throw into that mix uh
3: i had sell like uh, a post it was just a rumor a reported rumor but it was like bastoni to man city for 120. yeah i've seen that as well hey
0: you know what if, if they could get 120 <laughs> For a center back, <laughs> it's hard to turn that down. like that. That solves all your problems right there. I mean, homegrown <laughs> homegrown player, and I, I'd hate to see him go. But if they could get one twenty for like a you know twenty two year old center back, then th- that could solve your problems right there. I'd hate to see him go, but I mean, that's that that would be that would be crazy. Um. So yeah. So I, I want to move on to uh to the Donnarumma situation. So uh you know of course uh you know your your guy Mino Raiola gets to this, and it's like. You know, it, it's not it's not completely terrible because of the, the money that they're demanding. I do think it it makes sense to move on from him rather than pay the salary and the agent fees. But the, the thing that I, I would be disappointed in, Miguel, is the fact that big picture, this guy is a homegrown player. And if this wasn't, you know, a free transfer, if this was for a transfer fee, I don't know what like what would Donnarumma go for in like an actual transfer market, 100 million, 90 million. So just like it feels like an opportunity missed to have a homegrown player uh, who would have commanded a massive transfer fee to lose him for nothing.
2: Yeah, um, that's kind of the downside of this whole entire situation. Um, And it does suck, but. You have to look at it this way. Um, Maldini and co. have been trying to do this renewal for quite some time, for at least half of the season. Um, And Mino Arriola is, you know, getting into Gigio Donnarumma's head, which, you know, to some extent, Gigio is a talented keeper. um, But for a guy who is literally the same age as me, and is demanding 10 to 12 million euros as his salary, knowing that the club can't afford that, and that, you know, he's he's paid pretty well right now. He's on 6.5, and they offered him eight, and that was for a two-year renewal, not a five-year. They offered him a two-year, a five-year, and then, like, a one-year extension. And, you know, he was just being greedy, in my opinion. Yeah. And... You know, he thought that, oh, you know, Milan won't be able to replace me. So eventually they'll cave in and they'll give me the money. And, you know, Maldini pulled a fast one on him and was like, hey, you know, we put the offer on the table. The offer has been there. You know, we thought that, you know, making Champions League would help you change your mind. But you seem like you don't want to change your mind. So we're going to go ahead and sign another keeper who is quite capable of doing your job and will cost us less. We're essentially saving on about 100 million euros um, by not extending Donnarumma. The guy who's coming in is on 2.5. Wow. Like, that's insane, you know?
3: Yeah. And, and you have to think about it money? like
2: this. Could you repeat that?
3: Y'all couldn't find the money from somewhere? Y'all couldn't just sell Hakon Chalonoglu and, and give him his wages <laughs> to Donnarumma?
2: See, it's not about that. It's not that we couldn't find the money. The money's there, but it's like you have to look at the situation as this. Milan isn't like an inter where we have an established team. We have some parts of the team that's missing. We need a striker. We need a winger. We need another midfielder, and we need another defender. Like, Milan has the funds to pay Gigio but it's like you're being selfish. Like, you're already one of the top – you're already the top paid player on this team. Next to uh Zlatan, um, and you're a keeper, it's not like you had the most clean sheets in City A. You were tied with Tandanovich, you've made some silly mistakes here and there, you know, we've given you the captain's armband. And for a guy who quote unquote says that he loves Milan and wants to stay here, I feel like as a player, if you really love your club, you will make a sacrifice and be like, okay. I want to play here. This is my club, like that. I dream to win trophies with. You haven't won anything. You want a Super Copa with us? Like demanding that amount of money is outrageous, and you haven't even proven yourself, in my opinion. So, for a guy who says I love the club and kisses the badge and cries after you know a massive embarrassing defeat, to not sign the contract and you know work with the club, you know that has brought you to where you are today, is just like it doesn't make any sense. So. I don't really feel sorry for him. You know, I'm really happy the way that Maldini handled the situation because it's like we're not going to be held hostage by a player who thinks they're better than the club. And I posted this on Twitter the other day. No player at Milan is above Milan. I saw that tweet. You know, (laughs) great tweet. We'll find someone else to replace you. If you don't want to be here and you don't want to abide by the terms that the club can provide based on the circumstances, you know, we don't want a repeat of what happened with, you know, uh, Zhong Han Lee when he came in here. Look what happened. We were in so much depth. And, like, we've learned from that. And we're in a great spot where, you know, we've made Champions League. We can spend. We can bring in other big names. Milan is starting to look like a more of a attractive club because we're in Champions League. And for a guy to be like, ah, I want $10 million. like, give it to me or I'm not signing the contract, like, you can get the hell out of my club.
0: Yeah, and and it's like I I don't ever want to hear this guy, and I think he's already he's already doing it, talk about oh no, guys, it's you know, it's a business and I love Milan and like you said, kissing the badge. It's like, dude, like do you really need to be that filthy stinking rich? Like you couldn't if you really love this club, which is you know, you you came through the youth system it's your boyhood club like if you really love them like how much money is enough for you and how much is is enough for your agent like you don't have to be the highest paid keeper in the world if you really love the club Like, if you need to go be the highest paid keeper in the world just admit that you're doing it for yourself. Like, don't don't talk about, how oh, no, I loved Milan. I'm sorry it didn't work out. Like, no, dude, like, uh, you know, you, your demand was unreasonable. Like, there's only, you know, two or three clubs in the world that could pay you the money that you're asking for. So don't pretend it's about Milan. It's about you at the end of the day.
2: And another thing is that, you know, Milan had made so many accommodations for this guy. Like, they literally yeah. signed his brother who, who played that. a couple games for Milan just so the guy could stay at the club. we've given you the captain's armband, you know, like, what else do you need? And you're, you're claiming that you love the club. Like, do you think Chiro Immobile would ever do this to Lazio? Like, that would never happen for a player who truly loves their club. They would never have this situation go on like this. And, you know, honestly, for him to leave like this, I feel like it tarnishes his image. And, you know, that's on him, like... Creds to him. You know, he's been a great keeper. He's he's done a lot for Milan. I love him. I respect him. And, you know, I wish him the best wherever he goes, whether it's Barca. I hope he doesn't go to Juve because it'll just make more problems for him. Um, yeah. But his time here is done. And, you know, it kind of it kind of was his own fault. Like, this wasn't how it, it had to end. But, you know, when, when you're greedy, that's, that's how it happens.
0: Jerry, what do you think about the guy that we call Dollaruma?
1: i I was actually just searching something and here's the the first thing okay he's 22 years old at 22 years old what do you lack maturity and that's what something he doesn't have um a guy like immobile had to had to develop that throughout his his career and that's why he's blossomed late in his in his stages now where at when he joined Lazio, he was what, around, if it was like what, four or five years ago. So if he's 31 today, he's probably around 26. He was with Lazio, 27 in his prime, already had matured, had already gone past three, two stints where it didn't work out and understood that I don't leave for greener pastures. It didn't work out. Now, with Donnarumma, there's two problems. Milan had given him so much money that he expects that kind of money now that that's an issue now. Like he wasn't, he wasn't getting paid. I don't think nearly what he was getting paid before. So to him, it's like, to him, it's like, well, I'm being devalued now. And the second part, like I said, like his owner, his agent doesn't help him either. Or his, his goal is to get commission fees and he's looking out for his own interest. Yeah. So not, so not only did Donnarumma kind of tarnish his own image, his agent did even a worse job and, and just really killed him. So two birds killed one stone and that was it. Like mm-hmm. there's so many contributing factors here. And I think the biggest factor is his age. I think at the end of the day, yeah. a lot of people forget that this is a guy who, who I think this is the first time where he's gone into a contract in his career that he feels maybe that a, he's entitled to more money. Um, I don't even think Champions League is is the issue here. I think the main issue is that he wants to be paid for what yeah, he thinks. Champions League going, was the issue. He would he would stay. I yeah,
2: mean, why, why that's leave not now? the
1: issue. That that's
2: not the issue, man. He wants to be I mean, paid. He old Maldini. He was like, I do what Riola tells me to do.
0: See, you know, yeah, and, I, and you know what? I, I'm so glad you you brought that up, Miguel, and and Jerry brought that up, dude. Mino Riola is a fucking slime ball, and and the thing is like. F- fans, like, do not do not let a player convince you that, oh, I do what my agent tells me. The agent works for the player, not vice versa. Uh, mm-hmm. Gijo Donnarumma, he is Mino Raiola's boss. He can fire him anytime he wants to. And Raiola has been fired before by players. Uh, Mino Raiola was representing Romelo Lukaku. Lukaku before he went to Inter. And, you know, Lukaku wanted to go to Inter. He wanted to play for Conte. And what did Lukaku do? He fired him. And he picked up a different agent who helped him get that transfer through. Like, it's not him. You know, it's not impossible. People fire agents all the time. Uh, Jerry, you were right to bring up his age because, yeah, I think part of the problem With Donnarumma is like he's so young and he's inexperienced with these business matters that like he probably can't stand up to the agent. Like, okay, so this this guy is using you for a meal ticket. And if you've seen Riola, this guy's not skipping any meals. Okay, so this guy is using you for a meal ticket, and you don't have the balls to stand up for him, to stand up to him. Because if you really wanted to stay at Milan, and this guy is not allowing you to do it, you fire him and find somebody who will.
2: Yeah, no, another thing is also, like, Zlatan has the same, you know, agent, Mina Raiola. So, in my opinion, as another Milan player who you know, like, you have a teammate who has the same agent. You have multiple teammates who have the same agent. Like, why not, you know, convene with them and be like, hey, how did you how did you get your contract to go through without any issues? Like, if you really wanted to stay at the club, you could have easily talked to Ibra and been like, Yo, Ibra, man, I really want to stay here. Like, you know, this is my boyhood club. I want to win a, a Champions League trophy here. Like, how did you get your contract renewal to go so smoothly without any of these issues? And I think that that could have happened. But, yeah, like you said, he lacks maturity. And in the end, it bit him in the ass.
3: Well, don't you think jealousy would have crept in, though? It's like, hey, yo, Miguel, uh, can you help me, dog? I'm trying to get, like, another $30,000. You're going to be like, wait, whoa, what? Why are you, why are you getting 30000 I want $30,000. Everybody wants thirty. I don't think so. I don't think that
2: would have been the issue because everybody knows how important Donnarumma was to this team. You know, Donnarumma has done his fair share of saving Milan's ass. Like in the Cagliari game, he made two great saves that if we had an average goalkeeper in that goal, we probably would have conceded and lost that game. Um, So I don't think anybody on that team would have questioned him wanting a pay raise um, because he's been a contributor to the team. He's played, multiple seasons he's been here since he's 16. um so he's he's definitely earned the pay raise i don't think anybody would be like uh you don't really deserve a pay raise but i just think the way that he went about it wasn't the right way and in the end it just it kind of hurt him and tarnished his image
0: yeah no i i think uh i i think well said uh so a, a couple uh i, I want to make sure we we cover. Couple more things before we wrap it up. I mean, Jerry, um, you know, any more, uh, any more thought on uh, on Lazio with Inzaghi? And even though, like, listen, you, you guys didn't qualify for Champions League for the for the second year in a row. It's a it's Europa League for Lazio, but it's still. It looks to me keeping that project together, keeping the core of players together, and keeping Simone Inzaghi to me. I think is massive for you guys.
1: No, absolutely. But before I touch on that, Miguel. I looked up Lukaku's mm-hmm. age, 28 years old. Mm-hmm. So see what I mean? 26, 27 years old. They're in their prime now. They've experienced six, seven years of being with – we went with Everton. He went through Man United, and that's where, like, he, he kind of grown that experience, past experience with it, with his agent, dealing with two different clubs with him, and he saw what happened. And yeah. that's just the difference at the end of the day, like – um, yeah. Donnarumma has to say hey I should be firing my manager but that's not going to happen and he'll never be a Milanisti ever again if he leaves like that's well if he I guess he is leaving no it's is it confirmed
2: Yeah, yeah it's been confirmed Maldini said he's leaving um so it, it's right. just sad you know it's it's a sad situation for someone you know who was came through the ranks in the Primavera m- made his debuted at the club at 16 made 250 appearances, you know, got the captain's armband and to just to leave in this fashion because you're not mature enough It's just sad, you know.
1: That's, that's, that that's that just shows you the difference here. So here we go. Like you said, mm-hmm. Immobile MiMobile would never he he's committed and he and he's taken less money to be with Lazio. Yeah, um right. Simone Inzaghi probably could have got more money elsewhere and mm-hmm. decided he committed to Lazio. These are guys who commit to the team and understand the values of what it means to be with the team. A guy like Donnarumma is just a schmuck. That's what he is. He's a he's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but that's not what I'm, I'm mm-hmm. criticizing. I'm not criticizing his talent. I'm criticizing yeah. his character. And his character just defines that he does not give a shit as long as you get paid. And that's something that Maldini does not want on his team. And, and it, Maldini is like Inzaghi. okay? they yeah. have to compare the two they both meet they both represent what's best for their club because they understand the history of their club maldini grew up being a milanisti inzaghi grew up being a lazio they don't they don't they die with the club um donnarumma just doesn't have that in him it's sad because like you said he was born with like coming up homegrown and you would think that he would understand the core roots and all that, but when you have a poison agent that gets into your head, and you have a young kid here who just doesn't understand maturity, it doesn't help. Like that's the end of the day, and, and it goes both ways. But I think this is really going to ruin his career. I really do. If he goes to Uvite, I don't. I don't know. If it, I don't know, man. Like
2: oh, he's dead if he goes. He's, he's a snake care if, care if care. he goes there. I mean. I don't know, man. Like, it's Juve and Barca right now, because yeah. realistically, there's no Barca. other team. Yeah, it's it's Barca. Barca. I mean, the one team that I really thought about that could actually use him is Dortmund, but I don't know if, you know, he would go to Germany. Because mm-hmm. Dortmund has a shitkeeper. Mm-hmm. That's ah. the only big club that's in the Champions League that he could go to outside of Italy. You know the Barca situation; they have to get rid of Ter Stegen before they get him in the door. So I don't know what other club is going to take Ter Stegen.
3: Buying Munich to us. Buying Yeah, Yeah, I, I would never tires, replace
1: man. that guy. That guy there will be good until he's forty.
2: Don't worry. Exactly. I, oh, yeah. Don't worry, man. <laughs> I read about that the guy. He's not going anywhere.
1: He 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 he. Um, I forgot what he. Oh my god, I, I read about him and like his style and everything. He he reinvented the goalkeeper position. Oh, yeah. Let's just yeah, say that yeah. like the guy is a genius. He's the sixth defense or something like that. Like he's just an extra defense. Really sweeper keeper. He he. That's it. That's what it is. He invented the sweeper keeper. That's what he yeah. did. And like his ability to, to play as a defense allows his his demon to move up. It's like play having play. eleven
0: outfield players. Yeah,
1: it's it's crazy that he allows him to play a high press game. You take him out, they really adjust their back line. They wouldn't be playing – they'd be playing more as a um, – more low block. But, yeah, he, he's amazing. But as for Lazio, I, I expect him to be active in the summer transfer market now. Now that nzagi has been locked up, I, I see some moves happening. I saw that Vedat Mariki is possibly going to be on, on a loan. Um, hopefully that works out for him and he, he can be sold. Um there's a lot of question marks. Parolo, he's done. He's gonna be parting ways. Senolulic, I, I heard that he's had offers in Italy, and there's some people who want to sign him. Um, he's no longer gonna be with the club. Those are two players that are departing. Uh, we got a back line that has a lot of holes and needs to be addressed. I think that's the first area that needs to be that needs to be uh, revamped, and then after that. Like, I I hope they don't really look at the four position again. Uh, I'm happy with Caicedo and Immobile and Cordea playing up top. That's fine with me. Um, you got to just address wing back and defense, those are the two areas that you need to do. And then after that, it is the midfield that you need a a backup to Lucas Leva. But all these are not going to happen in one day, right? That's not that's just inevitable. So if you were to ask me which position do I want the most addressed, it's the back end because that was the biggest issue this season. Defending was always atrocious. Um, I know that you always want to back up to Sergey milinkovic Savage, back up to Leva, back up to all these guys, but you need to address your biggest weakness. I think if you have a strong defense, that will undermine – that will kind of take away your midfield because it can help them. Yeah. Um, We'll see what happens. Um, like I said, signing Zagi to me means that they will address the, the transfer market and do what they'll have to swap deals or whatever it may be. I just see that Latio will be active this season, this summer. They, there's no ifs, ends, and buts. There, there are. This team needs a lot of work and I think it starts this summer.
0: Dude, I I love I love how this freaking Mario joins like five minutes before I want to wrap up the fucking episode. Like you you're you're killing me, Smalls. All right, so Mario Galliano just hopped in. You missed the entire Conte discussion. Now, since I'm a charitable individual, I do want to get your take. And and I understand that probably a lot of the people who watch back and listen back to this episode are certainly going to be looking for everybody's uh, opinion on Conte. So Mario, uh, can you bring us like a, a little bit of like uh positive thinking as to who the replacement's going to be? So I'll ask you a two-part question. Your reaction to, to Conte, you know, and, and inter-terminating the deal, Conte's moving on, and who do you think is next, man? I don't know. I don't know.
4: I I want to say... That whoever they bring in, they're going to overpay first and foremost because you can't, which then kind of
0: makes you wonder what it was all for. (laughs) They end up overpaying for somebody,
4: (laughs) we're we're trying to cut costs, but you're still going to be paying Conte the six million. Yep, and then I was reading Allegri for 10 million, so that already you're spending four million more than you were before, but you're trying to. Cut costs. So where does this whole scheme of things go? Yeah, for you end a- up
0: paying more <laughs> at the end of the yeah. day. It's crazy. Go, f-
4: go for like a Mihailovic. Go for a Zeng guy. Even pay him a million euros oh. a season. He'll do it for for free probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I already want to kick you off the episode. Like you've been, I'm already annoyed with you. Like you, you're you're actually you're actually advocating for bringing in somebody who's going to put us back in the banter era. Like you realize yeah. if we bring in Mihailovic, we're fighting for. Conference League, like we're not, we're not fighting for Champions League, Europa League. We're fighting for seventh fucking place if they bring in Milevich.
4: Regardless, if you bring in anybody else, you're gonna have to, you have to forfeit more money. You have to spend, you have to cut Lukaku. You have to spend, you're gonna have to cut whoever you don't want to cut. It's like, either way, you're gonna lose. You can't win with this kind of situation. You're not gonna play for the Scudetto anymore. That's already gone. You, you maybe have a chance at Champions League, depending on who gets sold at the end of the day, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can you, you can't maintain the you can't maintain the fight unless you bring someone with a completely new train of thought who can get the players on board fighting for something in a completely new direction a new way of thinking but i don't know it's it's going to take a lot and i don't i have no no faith in in a successful season for next season
1: <laughs> i want to i want to piggy bank on that actually i yeah. want to so if if Inzaghi was the candidate, the lead candidate. This is what you have to look at. In Inter's manager is worth two point five million. The next guy, because uh, if if inzagi made two point five million, that's what the that's the that's the threshold for Inter right. now.
4: But he's actually making two point five million. He'd be looking for four, five. But three. I'm saying if if. if
1: Inzaghi was offered something within that range because that's what he got with Lazio. I think that's what the, the goal is going to be for any inter manager coming in. No more than three million. That's that's the bar, and then they won't accept it. I think.
4: Yeah, if 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 I'm the management, you have to look for a manager in that area. You have to go for the Inzaghi. You have you have. To, if you're cutting costs, the manager's the first place you have to look to.
3: You're already paying uh-huh.
4: six million. I
3: was, I was gonna say, what about Ralph Rog? Ralph, Ralph Rognick? The guy who was supposed to take over Milan before Pioli.
4: He's gonna be wanting top dollar too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He and he's gonna wanna
4: take over everything.
3: Yeah, he's a mm-hmm. psycho, that guy. And like,
0: and, and what, 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 what what reason do I have to believe like he's really suited for Serie a? Like, I I thought I thought Milan dodged a bullet not bringing in that guy. It's like they sit they sit down with that dude for a meeting. It's like, oh yeah, Ralph, we love this Ralph Fragnick. Oh, you know, now I, I need to revolutionize everything. I need I need to sell everybody. I'm going to bring in all new players. I have to have full control. Like they came out of that meeting, like who the fuck is this guy? Like this guy's crazy, dude, It's it, like it, sitting down to a meeting with a crazy person.
4: But in this kind of case, it it. it it's not completely crazy because you need an overhaul. You need to make money somewhere to cut the cost. Maybe he has 15, 16 under-budget guys you can bring in in the next couple of years that you're going to get to you take the hit this year. And then next year, you, you do the Juve. You take the hit this year, and next year, the year after, you, you'll be hitting the ground running and you have a project. It's not completely crazy, but I just uh, not for me.
1: Would you? Who? Okay. Here's a question for all you guys: mm-hmm. If you know you can get 80 million for either Lukaku or Martinez, that that covers everything with one player sale. So that kind of helps you because you don't have to sell everybody. Who would you sell of the two? And, and I'll tell you right Martinez. now: I, I tell you, Martinez. The, Martinez. Okay. Lukaku
0: is way too important. Like, like that, that that guy, he should be unsellable. Now, obviously, there there's some factors there because uh, because like. Teams are gonna smell blood in the water, like like a, a team like Chelsea is gonna go heavy
2: to try to I bid for him. He might he might want to return to Chelsea after this. I think he might. I no, no, that's what I'm
0: saying. To... Like, like like ch- ch- Chelsea, I think are going to they're gonna try and bid top dollar. So it really comes down to what Lukaku wants to do at the end of the day. Cause if he wants the move and, and they are paying for him, then it's it's hard to say no if he wants to go and then also like who knows who knows what happens with conte like maybe conte takes a year off completely or maybe he goes and and he's not going to go to an italian club yeah. right away cuz part part of his uh part of his severance agreement was he can't coach another italian club for at least a year so like he's he's not going to juve or anything mm-hmm. like that so so unless he sits a year out he's going to have to coach like abroad you know in in another country and then who knows like may, maybe he does a full court press for for Lukaku at his next club, so I, I don't know. But, but if, if I have the choice, I, I send, I sell Lautaro, not Lukaku, seven days and twice on Sunday. I throw in
4: Sensi
3: too. Take him. What, oh, what, man, a, yeah. what, a, <laughs> what a dumpster uh, fire! One twenty for Bastoni, though. <laughs> Hold
1: on, what a dumpster fire this is, Nen. Because you got Timo Werner, you spent 70 million for fucking waste right now. Mm-hmm. He's your number nine. Then you got Lukaku, who's gonna cost another 100 million, say yeah, but another number nine. There, but it's not the point, though, man. Like you can't. Chelsea can be spending money, but it, it will catch up to them in the long term. And it always catches up, even to the big clubs. And that's a lot of money to be spending when when you're you're gonna have. Three or four strikers, and one of those guys that you're spending is going to be sitting on the bench. Well, they, they, pro- they probably try,
0: like, if, if, they, if they wanted to get Lukaku, they'd probably try something cheeky where they're like, Oh, hey, we'll, we'll give you Timo Werner in a swap, and we'll we'll put like a 70 80 million valuation on him or something. And it's yeah. like, Havertz,
1: oh. Yeah, look, Havertz, another one. Yeah, I was gonna Timo say that Parker too. In a swap. Havertz, $100 and another guy that he's supposed to be your, another, your other number nine playing up top with Werner, and they both ah. shit shitting the bed. fucking. And you got Tammy Abraham they want to get rid of. That guy's going to be a stud. They're so stupid to get rid of that guy. Yeah. They, they spent all this money, and they had Tammy Abraham on the fucking bench all year. Bunch of idiots, man. That's it all is. I can say. It's fucking stupid, man. I, I, that's why I, sometimes spending I money is the man, dumbest thing, man.
4: But Giroud like, was their best striker.
1: Probably yeah, that was he's going to Milan. No, you're probably. right. No, you're absolutely right. I agree with you. He's been their best <laughs> striker this year, and not used enough. That's that's the sad yeah. part. Yeah. I fucking, I feel bad for that guy because he. Anytime. Got But I've never seen a player who can play in ten minutes and score a goal like he does. Yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> Literally. And, and McGill said that too offline, and, and I agree with him. Like I wrote a piece like twice about him, and like this guy's like. Amazing. And, and and off the record, I know this is off-topic and Jorge is watching. I want to give a shout-out to Leo for winning the uh, the uh League On Championship, guys. Shout-out shout you know, to Jorge as
0: well. What a good dude. Uh,
1: fucking buddy, anybody who's watched League On, Leo has been amazing this year. Whoever signs their manager, that's a guy who you want. He's on going your... to Nice. He's going to Nice? He'll turn the really? nice around. Yeah, Don't worry. Nice. If he's going to Nice, that means they they have an owner that is committed to a project that wants to make that team like winning now, so that's really yeah. good. Um, you know that guy has been manager of the year three times, and 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 Miguel, you're getting a good goalkeeper, Mike Manion. I saw some. Oh yeah,
2: people-
1: bro, yeah, his
2: footwork he's is ridiculous. Very good,
1: very good, and and, and 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 people I know that Leo had really good defense and. They say that I'm not gonna mention the person because I have respect for him, but they say that he's not, he's not, hasn't been tested in league on. Don't worry, man. Like he has been tested and he's been good in the past couple of seasons. I don't, I hate when I when I hear that Nice had a good defense and they, how, how many
4: shots did he face this year?
1: Who, um, Manion? That's a good question. He had 24 I, clean sheets. 24 clean sheets. That's massive. That's, That's impressive.
4: Solid. You can you can blame you can attribute all that to the defense, but who does the defense get direction from at the end of the day?
1: Yeah, goalie.
0: The coach.
4: Yeah, That's why I am a big advocate of Handanovic as bad as he may have been at times, but he keeps the defense in line, the defense respects him and what yeah. he has to he, what he has to offer for them because if if they don't know what's behind them around them, Handanovic with no fans con- directs the traffic people
1: forget that so uh, another question guys i know that i know alex probably wants to go but do do psg fire um Pochettino already like do you go, it's a, i know i know it's a quick i know it's a so quick, quick turnaround and i and I'd like to see a jorge's answer on this one because he's watched league on more than i have but to not to not be successful in champions league and and, and at least make it to the i think what this, did they make it? The, yeah, they made it the semifinals, right?
2: Semifinals,
1: yeah. yeah, but still, finals was the goal, they didn't make it. Um, you didn't win the league, and I don't think they won the league cup. I may be wrong about that. I think they did won the cup, they won the but, league cup, yeah, okay, but still, I, I the, the season just seems like a big failure, and like, I don't know, there, there's nothing really PSG celebrating
2: about. They I don't got think there. they okay. Uh-
1: there's
2: there's his yeah. answer okay that's, that's a win. i don't i don't think okay. that they you know i don't think that they you know sever ties with them because if you think about it they they lost league on by one point
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: they made it to the semi-finals after making it to the finals last year which is close enough you know um and i don't think it was pochettino's fault for you know the things that happened on the field i feel like it, they need a couple players to get out the club and get some, you know, fresh players in. And I think if he can use what he's already done and build on with that, they can get to where they want to be next year.
1: Yeah. I was just curious. I like, I don't want to chew my words and be wrong. That's why I wanted Jorge's, uh output there. Like just cause he knows me going better. And I know that PSG is owned by a bunch of fucking crooks, but um mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's good to know. Uh, I I rate Pochettino highly. I think he's a good manager. Just that he's just one of those guys who will never be recognized because he's never well, actually no, he's won two trophies actually. So right. that's something that, that that means a lot to him. Yeah, see, so I guess you could look at that now. But um, yeah, I just wasn't sure. Frick, uh, you know, it's nice to see new new winners in every league except. If you at, uh, I mean, it's look, the look at I mean, look at today in
0: Europa League. They win their first ever freaking trophy. I mean, that was that was fantastic.
1: Did you guys watch the game?
0: I oh, I watched uh, most of the first half and then I had to work.
4: I forgot that Europa League was playing today.
0: <laughs> it press. is weird. Like, you, you, you don't the think about Wednesday Europa League, right? I
3: the, game? Baseball. Oh, I can't. Oh,
1: <laughs> the game. Oh, whatever. The game. The game to watch, team. other than Champions League. Um, Kishan got me out. What the heck?
0: Well, he got the uh, you yeah, the 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 old internet wasn't. He he had Mario's internet. He was on AOL. Mario AOL. AOL. Hey,
4: he, was, he was using my phone. I gave it
1: to him. It didn't work out. <laughs> the promotion game on Saturday I'm looking forward to for um the championship Brentford versus um, Swansea. Swansea. Yeah. yeah. That, Who should have bet on in I that game? Swansea I think Swansea takes it, man. Those are exciting games Preferably. to watch because you Preferably. you got to go all out to get promoted. Like hundred million at stake too. It makes me sick, man. Hundred million at stake for that game. Whoever wins. There was
4: a big, there was actually an important playoff game today, which uh, goes under the radar. Palermo Avellino.
2: that from City. Avellino won
4: because uh, they tied on aggregate 1-1. They won today 1-0 Avellino. And they went through because they were the higher seed in the league, or like they finished higher in the table. So remember that. In case yeah,
1: that. those are the rules. Like my buddy Joe from Fortune Napoli yeah. podcast was telling me about how it's kind of different how they do the standings after the aggregate. And even yeah. Serie yeah, B is the same way too. If they tie after two legs, they don't go into extra time. It's whoever was higher in the standings.
4: It's 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 a different way to look at it. It, it, it. Palermo had to win and they didn't win. It freaking sucks.
1: So this team, City yep. Holy fuck, that team's buried just like Monza's buried. I remember when everybody thought Monza was going to be the next fucking hit, man. Nope. Berlusconi comes in and we got freaking the new freaking UK Empire coming in. Fucking- hey, they
2: came close to to getting promoted from City IB to City A though
1: close means shit to me you're still at the bottom of the barrel man
2: mean sorry man
1: i don't give a fuck close you know what i'll accept close when you're in city a huh? that's fine because you're yeah. playing with good teams but when you when you're investing heavily against some of the shit teams in city b close is that's not a, close is Balotelli, no scarlatelli boltang boltang and you're and playing against one. scrubs
4: and there's like another one they have ah uh, mastur yeah. i think
1: that that's just my opinion uh, if you're going to invest sixty million dollars into a club <clears> saying Chadia <throat> B compared to all those teams you, win. you gotta win man there's, there's just no way and shout out to Claudio Tito again my again uh, Salinterna back up man because he, he saved that club too as well he had, they had a debt of eighty million I think and he took over them when they were in a financial crisis. Can he own both teams or be president? no he can't he can't so what's gonna happen the that? interest that's the stupid thing. What's the fucking point of buying another club? That's why I respect for him though. Because he saved lazio and he, he saved worked. another club and people say he's cheap when I mean, he spent money to save clubs he has like, to be cheap. When, when you're taking on debt he's still paying the debt off yeah and people are saying oh 28 million a year that's nothing that ties into your selling into your buying sure it does mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's extra it's extra money that comes out of your pocket you gotta like cover like it's so
4: he's not um, a, he's not a like uh like an oil guru or he's not with like a a group of investors. It's just him. is, is, is it's, Yeah.
1: So yeah. It's, it's impressive. It's I hope they get a fucking sponsor this summer and they can use it.
4: They need new investors.
1: Yeah, it's possible. Who, who Who's in the finals, guys? I said you'd be. I can tell Alex is watching Florida versus Tampa.
0: You, you know me so well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got hockey to watch, bro. We're down. We're down 2-0. Yeah, in the first why are you watching the Rays? I told you. <laughs> team shit is the Oilers, man. Fucking garbage team. <laughs> fucking garbage bad. Oilers. God damn it. Uh, Alex, why aren't
0: you watching
4: the Rays? There's a good game on. You think I want to watch the fucking Rays, dude? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was watching them. Yo, they're good.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm not a Tampa fan. Like, I I live in Florida, but I'm not a fucking Tampa fan. I'm a, I'm a Marlins fan. Know, what
1: about Miguel? Miguel, you watch baseball? Hey, you don't look like
2: a fucking bird. No, I'm actually watching remember. New York versus Atlanta right now.
4: Oh,
1: basketball, yeah. Basketball, yeah. eh? Yeah.
2: You know what? Yeah, basketball fast pace. I like I, I, I can't watch basketball. Uh, New York's up by two. 93, okay. 92, really? 95, 91 now. All right, all right
0: listen, I, I, I got hockey to watch, and I have uh, – Fuck the Knicks. Dude, I, so I've, I got, got uh, I've, I've, I've got liquor to drink to drown my sorrows after this really shit day for Inter. I want to throw out uh, – he, he lost his internet, but I want to throw out a shout to uh, to Ricky Buzz for joining us. You guys should check out his YouTube channel, Ricky Buzz. He does a, a really good job talking calcio and doing match recaps. He'll be doing uh, you know mid-table match recaps next year with the way things are going for Inter. <laughs> shout out. That, a, a, a little late and a dollar short, but hey, is Inter gonna, gonna have anyway. a
1: team next year? <laughs> they're gonna
4: be playing for Promozione with uh, Palermo.
0: Yeah, we're, we're just gonna we're gonna have to focus on we're gonna have to focus on the women's team if they don't fold the women's team or the Primavera team if they don't if they don't like maybe they'll just sell the Primavera team that, to make that's some money.
1: Fucked. Hold on, that's fucked, man, guys. You
0: what? got one, got to one
1: Sunday morning and they're. They're celebrating a fucking squidental championship.
0: Oh, I know, and you can't take that away from me. Like oh, I, you know, and, and Jerry, up? you're totally right. You, 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 what's you know, you know f- that man, I, I, man. I still, still be celebrating. Oh no, oh, for that. sure. And and Jerry, like you know me, I'm not I'm not one of these freaking lunatic, inter Twitter people that are like you know got like, obviously I'm concerned and I'm I'm following the situation constantly. But I'm not one of these people who are like, oh, this ruins everything and now I can't be happy. It's like, dude, at the end of the day, I still want to fucking screw. Well, I, I, as if I played or something. But, you know, the team that I support still want to fucking screw that though a few days ago. No matter what the chaos that's happening right now, you can't take that away from me. Uh, So I want to throw a shout to our boy, the Ericsson FC president as well, Mario. Mario, anything you want to promote, man? uh, You do great stuff, of course, with our buddies at Inter Worldwide. Check us out on Interworldwide whenever I'm on. Uh, they got you know a
4: bunch of stuff coming out. Anthony's got his uh final words that are always cool. Um, otherwise, you know, I'm just kind of yeah. here and there with Serpents of of Madolina. I don't know. Uh, writing is just not a no more.
1: Oh, well, yeah, Alex, <laughs> we, we gotta do fucking awards. You're not writing anymore.
4: I, I just don't do it as much.
1: Hey, Amen. Whatever works for everybody. I don't
4: know. I'm like on and off with it. It's a love hate thing with me.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Are we doing an awards show? Fuck, everybody's doing an award show. I okay,
0: we can do an award show, but like on a day like today, I don't no, think. No, away, man. No, for sure. Like I'm saying, like on a day like today, nobody wants to fucking hear us say, well, here's the most improved player of the year. And, <laughs> no,
4: you know, they, they, five they, they. Minutes. Let's do it real quick. Most improved. Ericsson. <laughs> Keeper of the year, Ericsson. Midfielder of the year, Ericsson. Striker of the year, Ericsson. Sign of the year, Ericsson. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that freak
4: here.
0: Hearing, oh, yeah.
1: gonna be you know what? Never mind, that's the first guy who's gonna be sold. It's Erickson, actually, now I think about it. He'll be gone first, maybe. Probably. <laughs> but you, need to,
4: you need to backtrack a little bit because he's not going anywhere. Yeah, no going, they'll sell. Depends on the coach, fuckers.
1: too. <laughs> yeah, man, don't, don't, yeah. bro, don't yeah. think what you think. Yeah. If, if Sunin thinks he can make 300 million on fucking selling these guy dumb fuckers, he doesn't give a fuck. He wants money in his pocket. He's got a oh, sure. fucking worry about his own children. Don't worry. Seems worth more than the team, bro. You know <laughs> what's coming to the, this is what this is what's going to happen, okay? You're going to sell fucking Lukaku and you're going oh. to. Hold on, you're, you're going to sell Lukaku first. Hold on, Miguel, listen to this. You're going to sell Lukaku. Okay. And then they're going to sell Pinamonte for pocket change. And then That's with that fun. pocket change, they're going to s- they're gonna
0: They're going to
1: buy Vidamariki. <laughs> they're going to buy, buy Vidamariki. <laughs>
0: Chooch of the week, Jerry Mancini. Chooch of the season. Oh, Chooch of the decade. jesus christ all right well i not you know three minutes ago i was just telling you guys about how i'm not letting this whole thing bother me now now it's fucking bothering me huge thanks to miguel aj who does awesome work covering milan and we love uh we love having miguel on miguel anything you want to promote they can see your twitter handle right there miguel aj 29 anywhere else you want to direct the people
2: yeah um just subscribe to my youtube channel Milano miguel we're almost at 200 so Nice. I'll be oh, making a nice. video about the Donnarumma situation really soon. Awesome,
0: and Jerry, you doing any any writing? You gonna? I, I want I want Jerry to be the first person to tell me who's coaching Inter, whether it's some freaking unpaid intern that they promote from uh, from like the women's Primavera team, or if they freaking pay ten million for Allegri. I want to hear it from Jerry first. Me, don't be wrong.
1: I, I I'm just proud of myself for committing to never thinking that another manager was going to come to Lazio by That's all I'm saying. Because last time when his contract was almost up two years ago, I thought that every Tom Dick and Harry was coming to Lazio, okay? I, I bit the transferring market all the time. This time, I stayed committed to my guns, and I said, this guy's not fucking leaving, and I'm happy I stuck with that. Um, a lot of people wanted him out. Fuck you if you wanted him out, because I don't know anybody who can come to Lazio and do a better job personally at this point. You you that's were awesome, linked man. you were
0: linked this afternoon to Matsadi, so yeah. Be oh, <laughs> you, you've, him, done, said, you've done much better keeping Inzaghi.
1: I I almost lost. I I wrote about that on the, my Twitter account saying like, I'd rather just have Vincenzo Italiano come to fucking Lazio.
0: Yeah. I, I,
1: if he can do miracles with fucking scrub, imagine what he can do with Savage and Alberto in his midfield. Like, uh, I'm Best just saying. Like, the world. Like the, I I that's how I look at it, man. It, I don't know, whatever. I'm, I'm, I got a piece coming out about Lukaku. <laughs> basically, um, I was actually just editing before we came on how important he's become for Inter. And I wrote a piece about Inzagi and Lazio and how they're destined to continue, basically. So other stuff, I got one on Strakosha. guy guys got, got shit on at Lazio, but shit happens. A <laughs> uh, oh. season review on Lazio as well. Maybe I'll do one for Inter and how they're fucking blowing up everything now. So,
0: <laughs> hey on, man, Listen, this is just par for the course. This is what it's like. Mario knows. This is what it's like to support Inter. I mean, so, freaking uh, Mour- Mour- Mourinho wins a treble, and then a half hour later he's coaching Real Madrid. Conte wins a Scudetto. Half hour later he's out the door, man. This is what Real we Madrid go. too. Yeah. I think every
1: team goes through it though, man. Every team goes sure, through sure. it. Like,
0: I mean, just, look, look, look at how many times uh, Zidane has left Real Madrid. So, like, in, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying the situations are the same. Well, why are you laughing? It's true. I mean, this guy, you know, we'll it's go back
1: for right a third now. time. will go for
0: a third time. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, he will. I'm sure. Like, oh, you're so right. In two years, you'll be like, I love this club. I, I am back, Real Madrid. Like, it, of course, with that guy.
4: Is he officially out from Real Madrid right now? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: Allegri is is supposed to go there. Is the dance supposed to go to Juventus. Well, Allegri's gonna coach three
0: teams next year because Allegri's yeah. supposed to coach Real Madrid, he's supposed to coach Juventus and Inter. So it's gonna be a big he's gonna get paid a ton of money to coach three teams. I That's forty
4: million dollars right there.
0: Well, actually, no, you know what, Mario, we <laughs> get him at a discount because if he's coaching two other teams, he's making salary other places. We can get him for like four million, I think. But,
1: we just saved two million dollars. Maybe oh, maybe no. Pioli leaves Mila and joins Inter.
0: That We've been down that road before. No. <laughs> we've been down that road before. It's I'm not good. Oh, man. We'll,
3: oh, we'll, we'll good. end
0: the episode on that note. Huge thanks to uh, to Ricky, who had to sign off a little while ago, to Miguel, to Mario, a.k.a. Erickson FC president, and to Jerry. I'm Alex Dono. We'll talk to you guys next time on another episode of the Coucho Connection podcast. Ciao. Ciao.